Beige. <laughs> I will go with that today instead of boys. Is <laughs> that too cringy? De- definitely mixing it up. <laughs> There's definitely no episode 16 after this. Is <laughs> this the start? Well, to be fair, it's like a bit of a surprise that this is happening this episode after last week. Is this that? we started? Yeah, I we'll go so. with this, yeah. Right. Welcome to the show. He <laughs> 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 never went away. <laughs> Let's just pretend. Should we just, should we just go? Yeah, we'll just go. We'll just go with it. Okay, let's go with it. You're the host. Yeah, I am, aren't I? So, yep. Welcome to Don't Spoil the Ending, episode 15. Uh, Nick, as you were saying, it's quite surprised that we're, we're all here this week. Yeah. Should we explain why? I mean... The tension's from last there's week. There's a bit of tension, but like, as we've all said, like we all have um, like had little differences every now and then. Um, but it's bound to happen when we're, we're doing this all the time. We're working together as well. Yeah. It's bound to happen. Um, I was a bit of a bit of a mood last week on the uh, on the pod. Yep. Didn't come up on the show. No, I don't think he's it a, did. It's professional, and it? it's professionalism. He's like he's got his scene and scene, and then he finishes, <laughs> and he's like, "Fuck off, the eight years old." There's there's a bit where um, at the start we're like, "Oh, everyone's tired," and and uh, Nick says, oh, "Long week," and John just in a deadpan way goes. Long night. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like we're in for a show. <laughs> so uh, yeah, last week's show wasn't the best. No, but we've maybe needed to do that last week's show to get it out of the way. I don't know. The week before that was the show to get that out of the way. <laughs> I just thought to get the week. Yeah, but that, on, what are you thinking? It was like a blip or something. Uh. <laughs> Not a blip, but more like you you get all your errors out so you can fix them. Right, you know, like in one go, we may as well just get them all out of the way. In one it. episode. Yeah. Well, well, in theory, uh, that'd be good. <laughs> but, well, but let's let's just jump in and introduce ourselves. I'm Joe. I'm Nick. I'm Jono. And hi, I'm John. <laughs> this week, John Taylor, the character, is being played by John Taylor. Yes. <laughs> um, by the artist formerly known as John Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like last week, I've, like I, I I did post a message to everyone and said, make sure you listen to this episode. I've spent a long time putting it together. I would like like everyone to listen to it so we can all see where we fucked it up. <laughs> have have we all done that? Have we all listened to the show yet? Yep. Yep. John, you have? No. I have, yeah. John out. Um get off the show. <laughs> <laughs> get up. Go. <laughs> I just we fucked it all up. I just thought it's all right. Just gonna stay away from it like that. Yeah. Just avoided it. I didn't want to depressed like be depressed, so I just thought Okay, you're off the show. <laughs> um we got no Sam this week. So yeah, we'll have to fill in for that with the beers, I suppose. And the drums, yeah. but yeah. Oh, but yeah. All right, well, let's let's move on to our main discussion points, which are stuff we've done this week. <laughs> yeah, before we got into films and stuff, I've, I've, yeah. I've virtually done nothing this week, but I just want to mention, learned some info, Jono, about you today, quite revealing information. On lunch, I was watching some slot machine videos on YouTube. Which is weird in itself. That, that was good. That was a recommendation by Lauren, that. A bit of a shout out. Hang on. No. Oh, to be fair... She wanted a shower, didn't yeah. she? What did she <laughs> oh, say? Loza Bell. <laughs> it was Loza B, but... Loza oh, well. B needs yeah. to be at Gamblers Anonymous because... To be fair, <laughs> to be fair in the past five minutes, I think we've just given a full name out. Uh, between, between me and John. <laughs> she didn't want that, but... Oh, well. Wait, yeah. I mean, yeah, so, go on. Well, you're watching slot machine videos. Watching slot machine videos on YouTube. That was fun. That's an interesting part of YouTube. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> So a few jackpots. It was one way to spend your dinner. It was a bit weird, like because at first he couldn't get the right ones. You wanted physic to see physical slot machine instead of like a, an electronic one. He wanted people pressing buttons. Yeah, I wanted spinning. actual physical. Yeah, a video, a proper video. Yeah. yeah, but that was good. And during lunch, we got into a conversation of like greatest fears or something. I don't remember how we got onto it. I think it was due to this week's 
main event, like the the main. Oh, film. maybe. And that's maybe. we were going about phobias. Yeah, and you revealed, Jono, that your, one of your greatest fears <laughs> was when you're getting a tire pumped up at the garage. I'm doing the tire pumping. It's not like it's. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I like the fear of over pumping it and the tire exploding in your face. <laughs> It's the equivalent of like when people say, oh, I've got an elastic band and they're scared in case it flicks back and hits them in yeah. the eye or something like that. No, that's good. I mean, it's lucky I, I wear I, glasses. I, I love the fact that he, uh, he said, oh, but I wear glasses, so uh, <laughs> and that'll protect my eyes. <laughs> like, yeah, but wouldn't they just shatter in your eye? Glass shattering in the eye. <laughs> you know what I do, because I use this like a little electric pump to do it. And because and the, like, the, the nozzle's only really like... And, like the cards only really short. You have to get really close to do it, and you're looking at the little gauge <laughs> up to the right amount. And I'm just like, it's gonna explode in my face. I've just got this image of you now pumping your tire up, just terrified. Like, it's gonna, it's gonna blow. I swear, I'm scared of stuff like that, just in case it's like. Oh, I thought that was quite good. Another one's where you're like walking through. See, like I've got the, I've got my dog, and I'm walking through like bushes and stuff, and like a big branch will swing back and hit you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> It's not, it's not a phobia. That is good. I am scared of that shit. It's a phobia if you're frightened of it. Oh, oh god. It's an irrational fear. That's quality, that channel. <laughs> I don't really know how we come back from that. Yeah. I mean, while we're on the subject of phobias, like, yeah. does anyone else have any weird and wonderful ones? I, I do, actually. Uh, have you heard of, I don't really know how to pronounce it, but trypophobia or tip? Uh, trypophobia is that the one where you're constantly scared that you've been watched by a duck no <laughs> that is a phobia no, go, no. Go with well, that's, that's Nick's one but... <laughs> I've, I've got I've, I'll get the definition up here um, what is it def- what is it of though yeah let me let me, <laughs> yeah, let me get yeah. to it um, it's a proposed phobia so it's not actually an official phobia it's like this is more of a sort of a millennial phobia this but it's the fear of irregular patterns or clusters of small holes or bumps. So this is this is just, it's messed up. Do you what? know, I've actually seen it. I, I've seen... Like, yeah. uh, Nick, I'll show you a picture here. It's, it, I can't even look at it. Why is it affecting you? I don't understand. I can't, I can't imagine it, to be honest. Neither can I. Oh. What are you talking about? It, it, imagine, like, you've got a pile of, uh, do you know, pipes? Um, that, that like, like drain pipes. Yeah. And they're all just in the pile together. The The... the Proposed phobia is that you're scared of seeing that, like like the ends of it, um, like all the holes together, kind of thing. I thought Joe was oh. into pipe. I didn't know he didn't, didn't like it. <laughs> like, oh no, I didn't get that. Like the picture, just, the I, pictures like, we're seeing. Let's let's just do something a bit irregular to the podcast. Coming around to look at my screen. Okay. Right. I <laughs> Back in a minute. This I don't is what know comes why up. You're, you've got a fear of this. I don't understand where this has actually come from because you've said it's I not. I think the internet. You've seen it on the internet, and it's that's a hand. I can understand that. That is awful. Do you mean like I mean, the ends of fingers and the ends of toes? Like, like, yeah, like, you like know, this? irregular holes where it's not supposed to be. That, John, t- don't tell me that's not messed up. Oh, that, that is messed up. I mean, if I had feet like that, I would be terrified. Can I have a look? So. Yeah. Wait there. <laughs> I'll edit together some of this. John, you are aware that you're talking and you're not being picked up by anything. Whoa, so, whoa, whoa. Well, hang on, come back. You need no, to come look at the no, palm. No. Look at the palm. No. <laughs> Oh, what is that? Are so, we, we seeing that John has also got this phobia? <laughs> well, I've got tingles. Yeah. If you get tingles off it, it's awful. Oh my so, God. Like, it's one of the worst things. So, you see, I'm not let's really... Let's all go back to our mics. Go on. I'm not really afraid of... 
it's, the, it's, the, the holes and pores. It's sickening I'm, me. I'd be more afraid of getting whatever, whatever that disease is and oh. end up with a hand like that. See, those, that I, I don't know if a lot of them are just photoshops where, you know, like plants will have tiny seed holes and seed pods. Yeah. yeah. Where you take that and then you put them in something like a finger or something and it's, it just makes like makes you just feel Yeah, all... it's creepy. It's like a, like a little tingle. Yeah. I can't explain. I'm getting a little tingle. It's not so a I just That's what spiders do to me. Right. <laughs> and tyres exploding in your face. <laughs> and, and branches. No, and, and if we're going to go on this, sellotape. Oh, God, yeah. Sellotape. Oh, God. See, John will work, yeah. I've massive fear of sellotape, haven't I? Can this be proposed? Uh, you've not got a phobia of sellotape. Oh I've, my god, the same shiver is what you've just shown me then I get from Sellotape. You know what it is. You've it's, seen it's, it. It's not like if I held up a bit of roll of Sellotape, no, you're not, not like going to start squirming. More, all right, it, it's like when someone makes the noise. The noise, the noise yeah. and the texture of touching Sellotape. But my, I, mean, I think that's fine. Like nails down a shortboard into, you know. My like, testicles will end up in my stomach when that <laughs> noise comes. <laughs> they do. You look like you're all... I am now after seeing Paul, <laughs> Holy Hand. You're all kind of like Ooh, retreating uh, back into your look, chair. If you, if you Google uh, trypophobia, so I, I spelt it wrong the first time and did triceratopophobia, which obviously <laughs> it's not a real phobia. But I can understand being scared of a triceratops. Though. Oh, the, the, the yeah. little holes, John. Don't don't like them. No, no that they just that was weird. Yeah. That, so, that makes me feel ill. What, what's your phobia then, John? Sharks. But is yeah, it a phobia though. Well, I think we spoke about this, and I, 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 no, I don't think that. I think that's probably like the most healthiest phobia ever. No, I'm not saying it's. it's like, not healthy. if you're not scared of sharks, then there's something wrong with you. Not that. <laughs> His favorite film's Jaws. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's, 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 that's what. That's really why. messed up. Galliophobia. That's the fear of sharks. That's oh, what you've got. Right. Then. I've got me. That's what you got. John. But that's really weird. That it's literally his all-time favorite film. Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, that, that's why it scares me. I like I like horror films. You did yeah. say that you you couldn't explain it. People were laughing at you when you said it's the shark coming out of the water, and they were saying, "But it's really bad effects." But you're just scared of sharks, aren't you? So it's yeah. a shark. So yeah. to you, it doesn't matter how bad the effect is. It's still a shark in the water. Yep. Well, we're talking we're talking phobias. This week's film is arachnophobia. Like what they should have done was called Jaws Galliophobia, <laughs> and uh, they should have made it some sort of trilogy. So. Uh, has anyone? <laughs> I'm trying to think of a third film. Has anyone heard of that phobia I spoke of earlier? Because it is a real phobia. Um, the fear that you're constantly being watched by a duck—that is a phobia. Because um, I was I, I was googling it a while back, and it is an actual real phobia. Antideophobia. There you go. What's the, that? The the duck that's thing. That's the fear of. Ducks. Watching. No, see, uh, no, no, the, the one I... Sorry, yeah, that's the actual specific one where a person suffering from this condition feels that somewhere in the world, a duck or a goose is watching him or her, not attacking or touching, simply watching the individual. <laughs> that's really creepy, that's because you the... can imagine just seeing the duck. Remember, like, in Family Guy, where the monkey's in the cupboard and he just comes out and points? Yeah. The see, same. That's that's <laughs> what I mean. No, like, like, when I was searching through these, like, mad phobias, like, that was my favourite one. Like, like... Like somewhere out there, there's someone who is walking down like a like a high street or something, and they're terrified because they think a duck is watching them. I yeah. love that. Imagine them. They can't go a park in case there's a pond. How about we just play a very very quick game? I've got a phobia for you. You're gonna have to tell me what the phobia is of of of. of. The words aren't even similar though. Like what the, what it is to describe it. So it's shit. Iraqi. <clears throat> if you could say uh, it, we'd. Uh, uh, I think it's. Iraqi but europhobia. Uh, Fear of bums on arachnids. Like <laughs> spider oh. bums. 
Fair. I was thinking, yeah, fear of spiders crawling in your bum. Or being inside your skin, under your skin. Mm. Arachibutyrophobia. That's the fear of peanut butter. Oh. oh nice. I like the fact they give it such a obscure name for something that is peanut butter. When does something go from being a dislike to a fear? Because I, I dislike I, stuff, but I don't fear I it. think it's when you're genuinely like terrified of it, though. Mm. A, phob- a phobia is... It's an irrational is, fear. It's, it's not even just a fear, it's an irrational fear, isn't it? You can't explain it, you don't know why you get it. <laughs> like, that stupid although, handy thing, then, I've got, like, it's disgusting. Although, like, like, like I was saying before, I don't think, like, there should be a name for a fear of sharks, because... That's not irrational in yeah. the slightest. It's like a fear of Do you think anything being deadly? shot or something. Exactly. Yeah. Well, anything deadly should... It's like the most healthiest um, phobia in the Them, world. Them, crocodiles, any yeah, sort of I, don't like, I don't like crocodiles. <laughs> Is it water-based creatures, that? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Yep. I think we came to the conclusion, didn't we? It's more like the unknown that you're scared of. Because yeah. like, you're scared of being in the ocean and what, and you don't know what's underneath you. Kind like, of thing. That is that is actually genuinely a bit weird. If you can think of like the worst thing possible that could happen to you, yours would be a garage <laughs> with an overinflated tyre. Yeah, and then someone sellotaped me to the tyre. That's the bumping it up. Mine would be like literally stuck in the middle of the ocean, just floating. No land. You can't you. see any. And just not knowing what's underneath you. That is creepy, that, because I was thinking, like, when you're in the sea on holiday, you're still touching the floor, you just, you're just fine. I, I can't go the, too far. The mom- the yeah, the moment you can't feel that bottom. Yeah, I shit myself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you you suffer from elasticophobia, <clears throat> which is a fear of tyres. I'm not, just all tyres, just yeah. overinflated tyres. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, that's too specific a fear, so we're going to have to just give you elasticophobia. What are you going to do? <laughs> what about fear of sellotape? Is that one? Hang on, let me look up search of phobia of branches. It's not of branches, <laughs> it's branches hitting me in the face. Agoraphobia. <laughs> that's yeah, that's, that's been cool. outside. Agoraphobia has been outside. I was kidding. Uh, <laughs> fear of... I've got a list of phobias in it. Let's, let's see what's been what's been defined. I still can't get rid of the shiver out my body from them holes. Uh, oh. Lutrophobia. Anyone want to have a guess? Uh, the fear of water. Lutrophobia. Lutrophobia. Lutra. Um, no idea. The fear, fear of aeroplanes. No. Fear of feet. It's the fear of otters. Oh. Huh? Um, I'm just going to do one more and we'll move on. Geniophobia. The fear of... Levi's. <laughs> <laughs> no um, idea. What was it? Um, Geniophobia. Um, fear of dwarves. Fear of your own genes. I was thinking fear of incest. It's yeah. the fear of chins. Oh. Huh? You really need to name them close to <laughs> Yeah. Uh, let's do one last one, which is... I hope it's like one that's like fear of fear of long words, and it's like a really long word. Yeah. Fear, fear of phobias. The fear of phobias. <laughs> I hope there's like fear of long words. Uh, I've got that for you. Oh, uh, you, did you know this? No. So the fear of long words is hippopotamusstrasequipdaliophobia. <laughs> That's amazing. That's not even so the only like, one. Hip hop. Hip hop. Megalophobia. Megalophobia. Which is the same. Big trees. Oh, yeah. okay. Big trees. And also sesquipedalophobia. Which is fear quite, of long quite, words. Yeah. All three of them are fear alone. Do you know what I love more than anything about this little segment? The fact that Joe can't say any of the words. <laughs> but like, I was quite happy with my second and third, uh, <laughs> no, second and third ones there. Megalophobia. Megalof- 
megalogophobia and <laughs> just, just, just quipadelophobia. Just, sorry, Tom, before you go, like, I just love the fact that, like, like whoever thought that, like, he's like, okay, so we need to name this phobia of long words. Let's name it something really long. Something over 20. <laughs> it's like I love that. 20 letters long. But then also give it a shorter name just not to take the piss kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, I know I just said I'd do the last one, but this, this is the best one. Yep. I'm on a list website, list of phobias. The Foppinacy. Uh, Foppinacy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Hang on. Foppinacyphobia. Foppinacyphobia. That's the fear of phobia lists. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that an official Fun. official talk? You know what's really yeah. funny? How long it takes him to get out a word. It's not an easy job, John. <laughs> Just one last one. Uh, not a funny one, but I mentioned to you guys before in work. It's called a zero stroke. And it's about people having a fear of too many zeros. Yeah, you've told me about this. And like it affected people in like in post war countries because inflation risen so much that Money was worth nothing, yeah, wasn't it? just so really you'd weird. Have, like. You'd have like millions, but it was worth nothing. Terrified of too many zeros. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> right, that's enough about phobias. 22 <laughs> minutes into the show. That's fine. Um, a phobia of long podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> there must be a fear of long podcasts. Right, let's move on. What, like, In terms of what I've done this week, I've, I've only really played Stardew Valley and I've talked about that a lot on the show, so I'm going to skip that for now. Um, I will tell you, it's coming to the end of autumn. I've sold a lot, of, lot of pumpkins. So. <laughs> sold a lot of pumpkins. Been a lucrative season for me this this year. That's so. the market for it, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, 24 hours into the game, and I'm not even finished. I'm not even on to my fourth season, <laughs> which is winter. So you have to, you know, make sure make sure we're all good for that. But yeah, no, it's, I'm still liking that. That's all I've really played this week. I've not played that yet. I've still got it downloaded to play. But one of the games I did play this week, uh, Micro Machines. Oh, the new one? The new one, yeah. How is it? <clears throat> it's good. Uh, I mean, it's literally the old PS1 game. Like, I'm sure some of the tracks are exactly the same as the old PS1 game. Uh, Micro Machines V4, was that? I, what was that was what it was called? It, I think it was, actually. It, I think it was that one. It wasn't top-down like the Mega Drive ones. It was isometric. The camera was off, off a bit to the side. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, there's one track in it where you're on a billiards table, and you have to drive into the pocket, and you come out on the other side. I was like, I'm sure I've played this before. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're some of the best levels, then pool yeah. table ones. Yeah. But it is good fun. There's, there's virtually no single-player mode to it. Really? You can play offline races, but like, there's no... Gra- I thought it'd be like a Grand Prix mode or something, you know, where yeah. you like, go through all the tracks, but it doesn't appear to be yet anyway. Uh, it's all online. But it is actually fun. I enjoyed it the other night. Uh, played it online, won a load of games. Still like the elimination mode, where like the, the racer at the back of the screen gets bumped off until you get two left kind of thing. Uh, yeah, quite enjoyed it. It was good. And it's only £20 as well. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um, before we move on any further, my, my only other thing I did this week, uh, I've, I think I've regained my passion for Formula 1 recently. So I'm waiting very patiently for the new F1 game because I don't want 2016 because it's like one team wins. Um, but yeah, for 2017, I'm going to get that. I, I listen to one of our affiliate podcasts, Back of the Grid. So they, they're one of our sort of friend podcasts. And... Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd recommend that. It was, it was a good listen. But mm. I feel like I've what I've watched this week, I watched the 1998 Belgium Grand Prix at Spa. <laughs> so that's that's one of the nerdiest things you can do. Go back and watch sporting events from... Oh, no, I, I love that. Oh, yeah, I've proper getting into it. I watched, I've literally <clears throat> watched a race from 19 years ago, and I could give you like a lap-by-lap sort of yeah. analysis of the whole thing. It was great. 
Oh, sorry. I was telling John the other day, walking into work, I watched uh, Argentina v Holland from the 1998 World Cup. It was an amazing game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Sam's literally constantly, at least once a year, he probably watches the, the uh, Liverpool Champions League win from 2005. Oh, I'm yeah. sure he's watching that. Yeah, I'm not too keen on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, uh, that, that Grand Prix I watched from 1998, like, there was 13 cars involved in a crash on like, the second lap. Wow. Oh, no, sorry, yeah. the second lap, second corner. They had to red start, the you red flagged this. So they had to restart the race. Back in those days, you were allowed like a like a third car, like a test car, and you'd have two teammates who were involved in the crash, knowing that there was one car in the garage they could jump in. <laughs> so you have teammates running back to the pits, going, "No, I'm on the car. It's my car." <laughs> and um, yeah, and that race ended up with Damon Hill winning it. In with a Jordan, Jordan's first. Was it a Jordan then? He was at Jordan, and uh, was, was Arrows before that. It was or? Arrows in '97. Um, so he was at he was at Williams in ninety six, Arrows yep. in ninety seven, and then uh, Jordan in ninety eight. But they had uh, the first first win and first like one two. Okay. It's funny you mentioned that. Uh, I was thinking when you mentioned F one, I used to buy them all on the PS one and PS two. But so they, I, yeah. I don't know if it's still the same. But they had an issue back then where by the time they released the game, it was out, already out of date. Like teams weren't updated on it, stuff like that. And I bought the ninety seven version, thinking, oh yeah, gonna race F one ninety seven. I think it was might have been ninety seven or nine or the one after maybe. But it was whichever one, Will, uh, Damon Hill? Is, is Damon Hill Racing, didn't he do that one? Didn't oh, he do his own? Is that his name, that? though? I, I, I yeah, Damon Hill. Blank then, like, Damon Hill uh, had just moved to Arrows in real life, bought the game thinking, oh, I can't wait to play. I don't know why, because that team was shit, weren't they? But, and he was still at Williams. I was like, oh, you're joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, like, I had F197, so I don't know which one you played. It might have been the first one, then maybe the one before right. or something. Yeah, F197 like, is one of the games of my like sort of youth. I yeah. put that much time into that game. Because uh, you could change all the names of the drivers, so you could put all your mates in the other cars and stuff. And um, yeah, like I, I F one ninety seven is one of my, probably my top ten most played games ever. Yeah, it's funny you bring that one up. Right? I remember which whichever one it was. I got the demo with PlayStation magazine, and there was one track on it. And I played that one track to death before finally actually buying the game. Yeah, yeah. That's I think I've my the basis of my F one knowledge is based on that game because I know all the tracks that were on that game. So like I even know the old Argentina track which I've not raced that in years, but. I know the layout for that, and because like of I know, that game. yeah. So like, because I drove around them that many times, I've got them all down in my head. Would it have been Silverstone back then? Yeah, was the British, it was, yeah, yeah. It must have been that one that was on the demo when I just played it a million times. Yeah, thing. but like that game <clears throat> gave me the ability to just draw the track. It's like that's such a mad thing to be able mm. to do. But yeah, so I'm I'm waiting for the new F1 game, which is out in August. Will you be uh, getting a steering wheel for it? See, when I was younger, this is the thing. Like, I when I was younger, I never really wanted a steering wheel. But my dad basically was like, "Yeah, get a get a steering wheel, get a steering wheel." So I remember getting one, used it maybe twice. Was like, so not I, interested. Yeah, I, I used to love you uh, playing with a steering wheel. <laughs> but this is it. Like, I stopped, I stopped using it, and then a few years later, my dad was like, oh, "Get get it." Not a couple of years. It was about probably about seven or eight years. He was like, "Get a steering wheel, like get a steering wheel." So I got one, tried it again. I was like, "That's that's it." So basically, I went through two steering wheels as a kid. My dad wanted. <laughs> stayed on wheel for the game and yeah I mean they were fine it's where they had the pedals as well yeah, the yeah. pedals are even their specialist seats you didn't need them though did you because they had like these little buttons on the top of the thing I used to love that I, 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 I've, I've, I've never been a big fan of uh, Formula 1 as you can probably guess um, but um like I used to love them games as a kid. Like yeah. until they got all complicated one year and it got weird so yeah. I'd stop playing it yeah yeah, I kind of feel that with all sports games, to be honest, though. They've all got way too hardcore kind of thing. But with the wheel, I had a wheel for PS1. And it didn't come with a gear stick. It came with flaps behind the uh, thing. Yes. Gears. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was gutted at the time, thinking, oh, what a gear stick one. But 
when you get used to them, it's like this is so much better. Oh, it's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, like if, if I bought a wheel now, I'd be using it a lot more. Yeah, I, I loved it back on the PS One. I played Destruction yeah. Derby too. And a bunch yeah. with that wheel. Like. And they're a lot um, more expensive these days. Um, but they are a lot better as well. Uh, yeah, they, but like, I'm pretty sure they're, they're getting at like two hundred pounds, aren't they? You can pay up to like five hundred, I think. Like yeah. once with force feedback and stuff. And... Me and Sam were actually looking at this recently. Like you can get almost like proper game simulation like hardware, but it's like fifty grand. It's like yeah. fifty grand you buy a car. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, you can go drive outside. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, just wanted to say like I'd listen to Back of the Grid, which is a podcast that we're affiliated with. Um Enjoyed it. I thought it was good. And I feel like I've recently got it, my passion back for that sport because it's been more interesting this year. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the new game. That'll be coming out in August. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, well, this week I've been watching Arnold Schwarzenegger films. Ooh. On Saturday. <laughs> Kindergarten Cup. No, well, not, not interested. No way there. <laughs> Junior. On, on Saturday. <laughs> Running man. I was left on my own. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Freeze. <laughs> I'm I was, sorry, John. Go on. I was left in on the house, like on my own with my daughter so I was thinking what can what can we watch and Eraser was coming on so I was thinking I've got to teach her early haven't I so we started watching Eraser and I was thinking oh it's good this She's, she was like into all the all the colours and the action and stuff like that and she's only like 8 months old so I was like oh this is good this and then to follow that Total Recall I was like oh this is fucking amazing this she was well on that that one knocked her out I don't know what it was <laughs> so she'll have to finish that film off but I was thinking <laughs> <laughs> when she's got free time you know when she's not out with her mates and that <laughs> uh, she can finish off that film but I was thinking she must like Arnie films because it's the action because a few weeks previous we'd watched um, we'd watched Thingy uh, Last Action Hero mm. she loved that as well don't know oh. what it is about Arnold Schwarzenegger it must be his daft voice well, them muscles well that. those muscles like I, I, when I was an eight month old child I would have been like <laughs> I'd have been blown away by the muscle. Do you every time he's like, hasta la vista, baby. And all the baby's watching and going, that's for me. That she's one. well into it, but yeah. I'm just thinking, move on to the next one after she's finished that for, uh, like Total Recall. Move on yeah. to uh, Terminator. I mean, I loved Arnie films as a kid. Last Action Hero was amazing. Kindergarten Cop. Kindergarten Cop. I loved Kindergarten Cop. Oh my God. It is quality. I'm sorry, I, I'm surprised you've not seen that one. That's that's on almost every single weekend on ITV. Yeah. It's one of them ITV two films that you, you you always see on. It's either that or Junior. Yeah, I've seen that. Junior, but when I started doing comedy, I thought I'm not really do not you, really into this. Do you not, do you not watch uh, TV around Christmas? I don't watch TV because it's literally on every week. Yeah. Like yeah. I think it's on like four times a week around Christmas. Don't you, I don't watch TV, TV at all anymore. Like, don't you think Arnie is to movies what Eminem is to music, where he'll have one serious song and then one comedy one. song that's what Arnie kind of did he did one serious film and then he'd have like the the ones in between that weren't so serious can I make just bouncing off that point can I just make I don't know if this will come off as controversial but I'd say Eminem's like a serious actor well, not serious actor but he's like he, he's taken so, what the fuck am I on about Eminem <laughs> he's, a, he's like he's, a, he's took he's took seriously like Eminem the musician yeah yeah Arnold Schwarzenegger is not taken seriously as an actor because uh, he's not as an action star. He is, I think. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Do we, are we talk, well, he we, was at least anyway. I'm just yeah, thinking. Are in we, the, sorry, are we doing this like in the bubble of the action films? Because I can get these like the the action I mean, film guys. Yeah, he is more Sylvester. Sylvester yeah, I mean, so. I feel like like Arnie. I I wouldn't consider him as an actor. I'd consider like I think we've spoke about this about other people. I'd consider him an entertainer. Like it it it, it literally. 
he might he might be crap at what he does, but like he's not. He's amazing at what he does, but like he's he's an entertainer. Yeah, he's not can't, an he can't act yeah. for shit. But the films he's in are so engrossing and they're what really mean? good. That's what I mean. He entertains people. He doesn't he doesn't act. He just entertains. I'm sure people. we had this like discussion about people, and it's usually in action films, isn't it? The ones where the actors aren't the best, but they're such big names, like in households because of the films that they produce. Like we were talking about, like uh, Jean Claude Van Damme can't really yeah. act for shit, can he? But his films, like, I've done I watch some fun action films. Yeah. Steven Seagal. Yeah. Und- Under Siege is amazing. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I was thinking I liked him in a... Who, who's the guy who um, did Machete? Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, the Mexican guy. Danny Trejo. Yeah, yeah. like, uh, yep. he's probably the, he probably falls under... The, although I think he's actually been in some decent roles, hasn't he? He's quite... Over the years, like, he's yeah. done some good stuff, like, yeah. yeah but yeah. he is usually the uh, the enforcer type yeah. kind of yeah. thing. They yeah. end up in these, like, films, don't they? And they, they do, I'm assuming they gross well. Like on in the box office and things like that, and they yeah. get a lot of money in because of what they are. I think it's just finding the right person for the right film. It's like uh, imagine having a serious actor though doing the same role. It might not have the same effect. That's what I mean. It's like Predator. You wouldn't get like Lawrence Olivier to put to, to lead Predator, would you? Shit, you know what I mean? Daft, I know. You need Arnie just to be the muscle bound. Yeah, the kind. Ball. Yeah, he's kind of got to be dim muscle heads, haven't he? Really, yeah. but works for me. I'm I'm a big fan anyway, so I'm <laughs> a big what? fan of the uh, dumb muscle heads. <laughs> <laughs> what are you rating a? Uh, Eraser and Total Recall. Right, I think I think I prefer Total Recall more than Eraser. Definitely. I'd say Eraser is a light three and a half. And that's pretty much based on some of some of the parts in the film I'm not I'm not as keen on. Yep. I don't I don't like it all. There's bits where I, I think I can take it or leave it with. But Total Recall I love it. I mean like I wasn't a big fan of the remake. Like I think that kind of ruined what yeah, it did the Colin Fowl version. And plus, because it's had that remake and it's and it was so bad, it makes me appreciate the original more. So I'll give that one a four out of five. Four, okay. Cool. Cool, cool. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Just one last thing. Was that the remake you watched or the original? The original. The, sorry. I watched the original. I'm just saying, though, the original to me was a 3.5, but right. after realising how bad the Yeah, compared to is, that one. It's bumped up to a four, because I appreciate it now. Cool. Um, All right. Can I jump in with what I've done this week? Of course you can. Fantastic. <laughs> um, like like with you, I've spoken about this a lot, like quite a few times. Uh, but I, I've been watching Game of Thrones, catching up. Um, yes. um, I'm, I'm I'm right near the end of the last season now, so I'm practically there. Um, like I, said, I won't go into that though. Um, just thought I'd mention it. Yeah. Uh, but like I've, I've said it before, we're doing a we're doing a spin-off podcast that'll be coming soon. Yeah, a couple of weeks. I was talking to someone in work about Game of Thrones. They've never seen it before, and oh. they've been watching. The, they've, they're up to like season five now. But I was able to talk to someone about spoilers, <laughs> Game of Thrones spoilers. Uh, when Ned Stark gets his head chopped off in episode nine, Kinell. talk to someone now who's not had that spoiled is great because they watched it and they were like, "Oh my god!" I know, yeah. <laughs> and like, I almost got to sort of not relive that because you don't get the same feeling of it, but. It was it was interesting having a conversation about that today, even though all that information's out there. Yeah. But, oh, that's yeah. really cool. I, I got I got I got an opinion, like a twenty seventeen opinion of Ned Stark and his head chopped off. Tell and, me this. And the red wedding as well. I'm one of these people that's never seen any. How highly would you recommend that I did watch? Ten out of ten. Ten not, out of ten. No, I'm not saying giving me ten out of ten, but would you strongly recommend that It'd I watch be the, it? The highest recommendation for you to watch it. I really, John. I can't think of a higher recommendation for a TV. It like. I, I, we've spoke about like other shows like Spartacus. You said you watched Spartacus. Yeah, I watched some. 
Did you like Spartacus? I actually did, yeah. Then you'd probably you know, like you can I can almost guarantee you you will love this. Do you know film. what I love? I love peri- like stuff where it's periodized. It's not modern. It's kind of then, set in a certain time where it's yeah. authentic to the time and stuff. And you're saying I know it's not supposed to be, isn't it? A bit of like a not a normal place. Like yeah, it's, it's set in it's set in England about a thousand years ago. <laughs> uh, well, oh no! Not. I'm just saying though. It, but no, even... it's not. It's a it's a fantasy world. <laughs> like that. It's though. a fantasy world. Um, but but like it, it's a it is a period drama kind of thing. I, I'd I'd say that like when you say fantasy setting, it turns people away from stuff like this. It, but it is though. Like it literally I, is a fantasy show. I, I I agree, but it annoys me that it would turn people away that. How, how so? If someone is our fantasy, oh, it's made the up it's- fiction. Like obviously, it's all fiction, <laughs> but it's like people would go, "Oh yeah, Breaking Bad, it's amazing. It's like about meth and shit." And it's like Game of Thrones, and they'd be like, "Oh, what well, dragons and, and but like, queens?" Like, yeah. But like, <laughs> queens. like um, Breaking Bad's not fantasy in the slightest. That's what I'm saying. Like, so but, that's why. There's, there's... But, but this one, like, it's it's got like magic in it. It's got dragons in it. It's got it's got. Um, all sorts of stuff like this, isn't it? Yeah, but back in back in those like like you're saying, it's really it's set a long time ago. They kind of believed that shit was real anyway, even if it wasn't. You know, like even in the real time, it's of it's literally not set in this world though. It's it's a different world. It's Mordor. It's not I mean, set in uh, no, Middle Earth. It's literally like Lord of the Rings, like yeah, that's what uh, I mean, in like... terms of like whether you'll get on board with it or not. I think. Well, this is, this is a thing I've spoke about this with John before. Like in certain scenes in the show. I've 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 seen so many similarities between um, Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings. Like, there's a battle at one point where, like, um, like they're climbing up walls and stuff. I'm like, wow, it's fucking Helm's Deep. Uh, and like, there's yeah. certain lines that people are saying, and like, I just genuinely thought they were going to carry on that line with a quote from Lord of the Rings. And so it's very similar. It's got a lot of similarities. Is this yeah. why you love it so much? Well, no, no, it's it's in its own right, but like it just just for background, like Nick's a super Lord of the Rings fan. Like I am Lord of the Rings super fan. I am a super fan of like Lord the, of the, Rings. the sleeve tattoo. But, would but like, but like, it's Lord of the Rings, but it's like it's Lord of the Rings extreme kind of thing. Like, like it's like Lord of the Rings. It it's kind of um, powdered down a bit. You know what I mean? It's yeah. It starts off a bit more. With a real feeling to it. It's more about politics and houses jostling for power, but it makes a shift halfway through and just becomes a fan- this, fantasy thing. Done for, for me, like for me, I've said this, I've described it this way for so many people, and and it it genuinely feels like to me like an RPG, you know, like a role playing game. It feels like that, but a TV series of a role playing game. It's literally that. It's a role playing game turned into a TV series. For me, it sounds very like. I've played Game of Thrones. Uh, sorry, I've I've watched Game of Thrones and I've played Dragon Age. You know the the Dragon Age games, very similar. Like it's that that feel, yeah, yeah. like the, the sort of dark real not reality, but like the dark sort of feel to those those fantasy worlds. It's it's really good. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it sounds like it's a highest recommendation, John. Well, what yeah. I was thinking was, it's I've not got a, a problem with watching these programs. You know that you know that thing you have where it's it's almost a case of getting around to starting something. I mean, once you've started it. Even though however many series it may be, I'd probably watch like binge watch it. It's just it's, coming round to actually. It's it's currently starting until it. until um two weeks time, two weeks time, no week time, just over a week's time. Um, there's sixty episodes, so, 60. so, so there's six seasons, ten in each. Uh, how many? Like an hour each. Yeah. But, they're, um, they're not even like you know the the fake half and uh, the fake hour where it's like forty five minutes with adverts. Like this, these like they're like fifty five minutes, aren't they? These shows. Yeah. 
Did you like Westworld or did you not watch it? I didn't watch it. That's the thing. If, if I start it, I'll probably end up loving something. It's just literally starting it, finding the time to start something. Did you like True Detective? Did you watch that? Yeah, the first season. The second one after watching the first one was a bit... In terms of recommendations, I'd put Game of Thrones like top of the list. Like, See, even, I... even like True Detective season one, which is one of my favourite TV shows, I'd still put Game of Thrones probably above that. I wouldn't personally, but it is right. Still, still right up there, kind yeah. of thing. I prefer to detective season one. I might, I might have to watch it just for the fact that sometimes you make jokes or you speak about something, and I haven't got a fucking clue. What you're <laughs> about. It, it, it's definitely a highly, highly recommended. I would recommend it a million percent. Right, I'm gonna give it a go, and I'll let you know we progress. I've got Fantastic. the uh, Joffrey, the Joffrey pop figure. See, you um, say all these names, and I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I just, just want to say, by the way. Um, you you made a mistake just a second ago saying um, no 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 nothing like that. You accidentally said um, I played Game of Thrones. That's all, that's all it was. Isn't it okay? You accidentally said that, but I was also also I was also was going to say you you reminded me um, PlayStation at the moment the Game of Thrones Telltale's games free isn't it? it is is, is yeah. that is, yeah? It's a game. Is that the free game? That's the free game this month. On PS4. Yeah yeah. I bought that on PS3. Never finished it. So this news is great news to me. Oh yeah. I, yeah thanks I'm, boys. I'm, See you um, later. <laughs> there's, 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 that, there's another one as well. I can't there is two games I've already bought. Until Dawn. Until Dawn yeah. as well, yeah. Game of Thrones, so I'm oh, a bit miffed about there's that. There's some decent games out this you, month. It always we, ends up being games you've bought. Yeah. We need to do some kind of playthrough of Until Dawn together. Because yeah. it's, it's a short game. We need to do that and put it up on YouTube. Oh, I, yeah, love, we're, I love we're, we're going to make. Yeah. We're going to make our YouTube channel, aren't we? Um, we're going to get that done. Yeah, um, yeah. Has have any of the four of us actually played Until Dawn? Like, not, yeah, yeah. Sorry, not played it. Oh, right, we've all played it. Has everybody played it? Yeah. We'll yeah, have yeah. to get Sam on it then and get Sam to be yeah, the player. To... We'll all sit there and watch him play. I'm, fa- yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm I didn't know it was a free game, so I'll have to get that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to get it because I've, I've only borrowed it off you. And, uh, yeah, we, yeah. Had to, we all borrowed it off um, <laughs> And uh, So it's, I wanted to get more of the uh, trophies, um, yeah. but now I can just get it free, so we'll do that. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, cool, cool. Like, I was only supposed to talk about that for a few seconds. That went on for longer than I expected. Yeah, got me eye um, in the timer. <laughs> um, like, the, the only other thing I was going to mention is um, last weekend, I think it was, um, um, Crash Bandicoot came out. I, pl- I played that. The Insane Trilogy. The Insane Trilogy. I, I, only really, I played a bit of the second one. Only, I mainly only played the first one, though. Like, takes you right down memory lane. Um, oh, and, and it was fantastic. Loved it. Um, like I've I've seen news stories popping up all over the place of people saying, um, like they don't like why is it so hard? I'm like, well, it's the same bloody game. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same difficulty. You're just shit in your old age. Um, <laughs> yeah, John. Because <laughs> you know, when you're a kid, you're like proper on it. You're like dead yeah. agile. You're dead focused. And when you're older, you're like, I'm I'm just tired with life. I, 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 I become I, really slow. Oh, oh, well, as a kid, you're not drinking and stuff, are you? Oh, right. <laughs> That's I, what it is. You're pissed. They're going, what is the one? <laughs> I think it's more like just games have shifted. Like back then, you had three lives to complete a game with, and occasionally you'd be able to save the game, kind of thing. Whereas now, there's no lives. Well, you just play. If you die, just you die. You die. That, you die if you die, you die. That's the yeah. thing with this actually. Uh, Crash Bandicoot. Um, um, on the PlayStation version, you could only save when you got to bonus levels. Now you can save anywhere in the game whenever yeah, and just go back to that it, point. Does that make it a bit shit though? Because it was almost no. like it was tense when you were when you were. I know, I know what you mean. Points. I like that little tension in the game. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I just wanted to mention Crash Bandicoot. Um, like that was fun. I had a lot of fun on the weekend playing that. Um, last thing I wanted to mention. Um, I watched uh, Mulholland Drive over the weekend. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah, um, you've done a podcast. About another it. Um, yeah. Like, um, we just released um the podcast for that. Um, definitely go and check that out. 
Like it's a really good podcast. Oh, he's, he's, dropping, he's dropping the plug in halfway um, <laughs> through the show. Yeah, just thought I'd drop that in there. But it's like, um, like the film itself is fantastic. Um, highly recommend watching it as well. Yeah, if you're a Twin yeah. Peaks fan, go over and watch that one. Definitely. Oh yeah, it's a David Lynch work. So if you're a Twin Peaks fan, yeah, you'd probably you'd love it. Yeah, definitely. I've got one more film. Anybody else got anything to just one more? Yeah, go on. Just one more. Just one more thing. Have you heard this? Watched last weekend, last Saturday. Watched. Michael Bay's latest epic, Transformers, Transformers The Last Night. The Dark Knight. <laughs> the way he introduced that- it was the most fun he had. Literally, wasn't it a shit film? There you go. Uh, <laughs> it's not a good film. It's go. definitely not a good film. That's what we expect. Uh, <laughs> we, um, did you have a drink before this one? Nope. I'm thinking... Totally of, sober. Michael Bay films these days are visually spectacular and... So well, like, like, all right, no John, give, give, us, give us a very quick review. Yeah. Things you're the liked, only one who's seen it, aren't you? Things I liked about it. Anthony Hopkins seems Good. to be going mental in his old age. He's just, like, abusing people. There's, there's one bit where he's trying to get a fat guy off a submarine. He's like, move your way, you fat, fat ass. You fat ass or something like that. He's calling women, like, bitch and all this and calling people dickheads and stuff. That was all quite funny. Uh, I like the effects, like John mentioned. Like, it, it looks... Technically, it looks amazing. Like uh, watching it in the IMAX. Sorry, did, did, sorry, I was just going to say, What's did it? you watch it in the IMAX? Yeah, yeah, I watched it in the IMAX. And the, the scale of the final battle, even though what you're watching is boring as shit, it, it looks incredible. Yeah, the yeah. scale of the action and stuff. I, I won't spoil anything, but basically, it involves like a huge planet coming to Earth and how the Transformers have to get onto that planet. And it follows follows the action quite well, and it, it does look incredible. But you're just bored to tears watching it because it's just the usual Michael Bay Transformers stuff. Yeah. It's definitely not good. What about um, Mark Wahlberg? Is he good in it? Or? He's just Mark Wahlberg, isn't he? He's just an autopilot. Yeah. It, I mean, the, that's another thing that's actually kind of interesting about the film. The plot is mental for this. I'm going to just... It's not a spoiler as such, but I'll give not, you a brief plot outline. I'm not going to watch it, so... Yeah, the last night thing relates to King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. And it turns out now, in like a retconned Transformers history... Are you about to tell me King Arthur was a Transformer? No, but <laughs> uh, it was King Arthur and his Knight of the, Knights of the Round Table. How many were there? 12 did, or did something? Did they morph like, the Power Rangers no, no, into no. one big Megazord? The reason he was such a powerful king was he had 12 Transformer Knights helping him. Oh, <laughs> No fucking yeah. way. <laughs> and what, it, were they, what were they transforming into? Like horses or what? Like, no, they were people. Uh, no, do, uh, it's in the trailer. They transformed into a three-headed dragon. Oh come on! <laughs> this is like this is Power Rangers where they all morph into something like yeah. clipping them together. <laughs> Jesus! But uh, yeah, that happened. <laughs> and there's also a bit where you find out that in World War Two, the Transformers were helping the Allies beat the Nazis, <laughs> which is borderline offensive. <laughs> <laughs> is it like? Isn't it one of the early ones you find out the Transformers built the pyramids? Yeah, part two, that was. It is. This is the thing, this film now, forget part two, that never happened. This is actually what happened. They're completely dismissing their own continuity within within the film series. But there's one bit where you find out that the Transformers were involved in World War II. Of course, they fucking were. Of course. Well, well, yeah. And like Anthony Hopkins is saying, yeah, Bumblebee, you were there. You you fought in World War II. And Bumblebee's like, did I? (laughs) Even he's trying to like, don't don't be mean to this. (laughs) (laughs) There's a a cut to a shot of Bumblebee sat in like a a concentration camp. It cuts to a shot of Bumblebee 
as a world, garage <laughs> as a World War Two jeep pulling into a Nazi base and transforming and killing all the Nazis. Shut <laughs> the fuck up! I'm not making this. Oh up. my god! <laughs> You've kind of sold me now. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like that is so mental. I'm like that is actually kind of like weirdly interesting. Was it like so shit? It was entertaining. Well, the first hour is all that stuff. The Nazi right. the round table, the World War Two stuff. <laughs> and at that point, you're like. This isn't actually the worst film ever, but then after that, it just becomes boring. Right. I, I think it was the last Transformers film that it's not that bad, and then as soon as the spaceship stuff starts happening, it's, it's, yeah. it's like this just so oh, mind-numbingly boring. Like. Yeah. I'm giving it a 2.5 out of 5. That's a strong rating. I, I, that's the thing. I've not seen it, but It's a mediocre rating. Yeah. Like a few week or so ago, you 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 said like I, I need to stop giving two point fives because it's just straight down. Is this one of them where this you should just... be a lot? This is it's not a good film. It's literally a bad film. Well, but is this one of them where you're just giving it because you're unsure kind of thing? Just based on my watch of it, I didn't completely feel like I'd wasted my time kind of thing. Oh, there were enough. a couple of things that I thought oh, I quite enjoyed that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if I ever watch this again, I'll be like, yeah, it doesn't hold up on a rewatch. <laughs> <laughs> one star. <laughs> Fair enough. Cool. Right. Yep. Uh, have you got any final pieces we want to talk about before we move on? I've not. No, we're all set. No, all cool. Set. All right. Well, we'll uh, cover arachnophobia after this musical interlude. Ooh. That was who wants to be a millionaire. Wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right. We're back. Arachnophobia, that's our film of the week. It is indeed. It is. Let's let's talk through it. Right. Take the reins, Jono. I will do. I'll start off with this. It says, from what me understanding is, this was the first ever Disney Studios Hollywood Pictures that was ever released. Hollywood Pictures is like a one of their little sub subcategories. It's a label they have Hollywood Pictures and Touchstone. Yeah. Old Disney. It was it was only released in 1989 and this was literally in 1990 the first film that they pre- that they sort of give Created. to the general public so it's pretty good that uh, I should probably say that the synopsis of the film <laughs> oh. uh, that was my, my bad a species of South American killer spider hitches a lift to the US in a coffin and starts to breed and kill so that's the uh, synopsis of the film yeah a Venezuelan spider it is the film though it was directed by someone called Frank Marshall People might not know him, but he's apparently the president of Lucasfilm. Yeah, he's married to Kathleen Kennedy, who, he is, yeah. who's like in charge of all the Star Wars films and yeah. stuff. Yeah, see, that's what—that's how big they started off. They were like they some big names. One thing I noticed, um, produced by Steven Spielberg. He is. He was one of the executive producers on it because he's done yeah. a lot of work with Frank Marshall over the years. Yeah. Um, he kind of. They kind of co-work on a lot of films, don't they? Together. I think it was a, the, Frank Marshall was involved with the, the indie films and stuff. Yeah. But like Spielberg, Marshall, Lucas are all big pals kind of thing. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's where it's come from. So it's come from like it's pedigree. It's a pedigree film, isn't it? Like as in like got some good people working on it. I also found out that the music, which I thought was one of the better parts of how the film progressed, was done by a fella called Trevor Ma- uh, Trevor Jones, who's like a South African composer. I didn't think I'd ever heard of him before, but he's done music for like Labyrinth and Last of the Mohicans. He's like a oh, big right. big name. Like he's yeah. one of the founding members for like you know music film music since like the 1970s can i jump in there with a quick note on the yeah. music like it doesn't really happen anymore in films but i love the way that whenever whenever john goodman comes on screen he's got oh. his own little musical cue it's like this like goofy music whenever he comes it is on that, that bit <laughs> sort of just just sold it to me because the film's like all about this sort of 
it's kind of like a like a cloud hanging over this place, isn't it? It's a bit, it's a bit skirt, a bit dreary, a bit scurry. But then whenever he appears, it's always this like yeah, this goofy upbeat, music. goofy music. Like, and he's <laughs> I, I love that we finally got John's like humming trumpet. He does do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This film apparently cost them at like thirty-one million dollars to make. And only box office fifty three point two. I'm thinking it's because of the content of the film. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't a massive. Smash yeah, I think it turned people away. I think it's sort of grown popularity since it was released. Because of back in 1990, it would have been VHS. Yeah, so, I mean, we talk about cult films. This is probably like a bit of a cult film. Like it's kind got of, a bit of a. Well, this is this following. is the first time I've watched this film. I know it's been out for twenty seven years now. <laughs> um, my entire life, that is, <laughs> and um, and I've watched it for the first time this week. So. Yeah, it's a good film. It's though. not all bad though, because I was thinking I've checked Rotten Tomatoes. They give this ninety one percent. It's a it's a it's a very positively positively rated film. It is. People seem to seem to take to it. If you've watched it, you take to it. If you if you're scared as if you're scared as oh you put away or put off by the spider so a whole content you just won't watch it at all. I don't I don't think. So I think the people that were interested in it, I, I like the the indie watches the people that make this. I reckon. Yeah, that's kind of why it's got such good ratings and why it's. I think it. I think it's it's aged pretty well. I've watched it a lot since it was released, and it don't get any worse for me. It, but it just, it's just a boss film. I just think you know as it as it goes on. I think it's a timeless one. I can't really disagree. I, I sort of, I remember the last time I watched this. I was probably like a child. I've not watched this in a long time. I was not expecting. To enjoy it this time through, because uh, yeah. I don't remember it being that good when I was younger. Oh, really, I've always loved it. I was, yes. I was like twelve or thirteen when I first watched this. So. Yeah, but you know, we'll we'll get on to that later on. Yep. Uh, yeah, you got some more facts for us, John? Um, other facts: running time hour and fifty minutes. It might seem long because it's just about one sort of one I, thing. I didn't mind it does, the running time. Yeah, that's all. what I was going to say. It didn't seem too long. An hour yeah. and fifty is usually slightly over what you would say an average film is. But it didn't drag on. I, I was fine. It with happened it. I mean, as it should have. There, there were bits like during the end when I was thinking, like, I'm liking the fact they're wrapping up this up so quickly. You know, yeah. <laughs> there's no big protracted end back scene or anything like that. That's the point I was trying to make about the time, the running time. Some some films drag on too long. This one seems yeah. to, to fit in perfectly with the time frame. They've worked it in well, and it, it kept the tension all the way through the film. Yeah, which is what you kind of expected. So I like that. That yeah. was a good one as well. Um. Yeah, we can move into the film now. All the facts are, are done and now we can just see what people thought of the film and that. Yeah, cool. I reckon. Kind of jump through a few scenes from the film, if that's yeah. okay. Uh, it's quite early on in the film when... Uh, in, was it Venezuela? Yeah. Did yeah. say? I love all the location shooting. It looks like Jurassic Park or something when they're yeah. like, flying there. Yeah, I, I liked when they, when, when they were like shooting there. You know the bit where he gets the spider and it's in a jar and it sort of like moves very quickly. Like jumps yeah. at the, the, the front of the glass into his face. Yeah, I yeah. like that. Yeah. But I mean, going off from like that scene, I love the bit where they're in the in the jungle, and they put down. You think at first what they're doing? They put down all these like pots around the tree, yeah, and start gassing the tree. And it's a bit of a Spielberg thing where you hear like just something, everything's falling out of the tree, and you hear like one almighty like boom in one of the pots off screen. You're like, oh god, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you pan over and it's this giant spider kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, I quite like that scene. I thought it was quite good. Yeah, I thought I thought that like like. All these things dropping. Is it that how easy it is to catch all them bugs? But he, he was killing them. That smoke. He said it was enough to kill them. Yeah. I know, because like, like the one dropped in it and it was dead, and he was like, and he was saying, um, yeah, like it's gonna die, like, like it's like I want a live one, but like they'll all be dead, kind of thing. And uh, obviously, one of them wasn't. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I like the bit as well there where uh, 
just before that scene when that Mr. Manley turns up to work with Julian Sands. It's like, oh, I've got a bit of a fever. It's like, be sick on your own time. <laughs> quite a good uh, quite a good quote. Well, I love how they always throw an English person in there as well. Julian Sands was English as well, yeah. wasn't he? You always think the educated scholar make him English. He was quite a popular actor at the time. He was in like Warlock. Yeah. He was in this. And he did a film called Boxing Helena with uh, Audrey Horn from Twin Peaks, which was oh. a bit controversial at the time. So he was quite popular for like five years kind of thing. But uh, going on from that to like a scene when the, the body gets brought back to like Middle America, whatever it was, wherever it's based. Uh, and the coroner, they've got this awful body in the coffin, the coroner eating a sandwich. <laughs> so desensitised by his work, well, he's just what eating I felt? a sandwich. Like. Well, what I felt from that coroner was he, that was his theme throughout the film, wasn't it? Yeah, eating food whenever they were like. <laughs> whenever it was, um, he just seemed to be eating all the time. There's always that goofy sort of character who just seems to be oblivious to what's the... F- in front of you is a dead body, but to him it's just like day to day life. I feel like yeah. everyone in that town was like that though. Like no one gave a crap about what they were doing. Like the yeah. policeman was just like, oh yeah. That policeman was like bordering on stupid. I'm, he not, was, I'm sure he's the town I'm idiot. Not gonna lie, I was hoping he would die. I yeah, like the, the entire film. Yeah. I quite like Lloyd. I, I was quite funny. Him. I, was like, I really don't want you. It's I the, want you to like be bit. Well, it's the fact that they didn't respect them at all because you know near the start where there's that this the woman like that old woman and she's like shut up Lloyd and she rips up the ticket and he's just like mm, Mrs whatever her name was and he's like yeah. why did you do that and he's like proper like you're just a complete goofball from like a small village. Another quarter lights later on in the film when like uh, they find a dead spider in a house and they're like what killed it? That was probably the shock of seeing Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> thought that was quite good. But, uh, yeah, have you got more notes or anything, John? Or... Oh, no, just if anyone hasn't seen Arachnophobia, it actually stars Jeff Daniels and John Goodman. Now, Jeff Daniels is most known for Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber, yeah. yeah. Oh, do you think so? Yeah. I, I've got to be honest, I didn't think that. <laughs> but my notes is Dumb and Dumber, Nick said Dumb and Dumber. Oh, I, mean, I, I know who, him from Dumb and no, Dumber, but... but, who, but... Who, what do you know him from? If I was uh, to say Jeff Daniels... Speed is one of the biggest ones for me, like... I'd be going for Dumb and Dumber. Really? Yeah. yeah. yeah it must like, be That's it. the one time he did a comedy role that like every other film he's done is like... Not do you reckon it's an era thing? Not Maybe. so much. I, mean, I, I love Dumb and Dumber. No, no, you no, do. We're talking like, about eras of when the films weed sort of concentrate. Like for me, like Jeff Daniels is known for playing like the father figure kind of thing. Like he does it in this film. Yeah. Does it in Speed. In the, I'm not seeing the newsroom yet, but I believe he's amazing in the, in the newsroom as well. Uh, but you know, if you want like a, a cool dad, like you get Jeff Daniels kind of thing to play him. Well, we'll test this um, theory. If I was to say John Goodman, first first program film that you'd think of with John Goodman, what would it be? First program film, Roseanne, isn't it? Roseanne, yeah. that's mine as well. Well, mine's yep. Flintstones. <laughs> <laughs> it's just when you think of someone, there's always an image in your head of what you what yeah. you always for know. Me, he, for me, he's wearing that orange, orange polka, dot, to, polka dot top with a blue tie, like mixing cement in a pelican. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I think. <laughs> it's just because when I was a kid, it was just uh, Roseanne was on pretty much all the time so that yeah. was what I always knew him as but yeah yeah but some quite good casting in the film those, That's those, those main three are quite good uh, just come back to a couple of quotes from the film there's one bit like at a party early on where they throw a party for the whole town and uh, Jeff Daniels' wife asks one of the neighbours uh, uh, oh no ask the football coach sorry about the fact that I think because his son was the quarterback yeah, yeah, yeah he's the star the yeah. star quarterback for the Broncos he says and Jeff Daniels' wife is like oh nepotism and they're like, no, no, we're Baptists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's quite good. I loved it at that party as well, because um, that, that old couple, um, can't remember what he does now, but 
Like they're basically walking out with this plate of uh, like oh, sandwiches. He's, he's Sam- that man that that with the bodies. He's the food man. Oh, is he? Him? But like, yeah, like, yeah. Like yeah. They're both walking out with these big plates of like sandwiches and cakes and stuff. And she comes out and goes, "Oh, would you like a doggy bag?" Yeah, he's, and he's like, "No, you're all right." Thanks. <laughs> we're good. We're good. <laughs> the fact that live at the mort- like he's a mortician fella, but like you were saying about the food, every scene seems to yeah. be him eating or stealing food. I mean, like I don't want to jump too far ahead, but. That, that like when 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 their last scene happened, yeah, um, they were eating food, weren't they? <laughs> I felt like yeah, his uh, own demise. One scene you mentioned before, Nick, uh, about the coat hook. Yeah, that coat hook, like that. Like, <laughs> this is the bit where I was screaming at the TV. <laughs> Honestly, I was screaming at the TV because like he gets out of bed and he sees this uh, this spider on the wall, and and we've spoke about this before. Yeah. Like it was blatantly a spider. It was a spider. Yeah. No matter what. There's no, there's no two ways about it. It no, was a spider. spider. Yeah. But then, like, he gets up. But basically, he's get he's getting up. He gets up. He gets a piece of paper. I'm like, and I'm there screaming at the TV, going, "What are you doing? <laughs> don't don't hit it!" Like, in my head, this spider was gonna grab the paper and hit him back or something. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, or just pounce at him, you know, yeah. something like that. I was like, "What are you doing? Don't hit it. At least get your <laughs> wife up to deal you know deal with to deal with it." I thought and that. Then, and then obviously at the end of the the uh, scene, um, like he, he he's looking at it, he's like, and it's a bloody coat hanger. I'm like, no, it's not. It wasn't <laughs> a coat hanger. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like on that, like I've never watched it in HD before this film. So it's been on DVD or whatever. Yeah. Like, and what and like watching it in HD now, it's like no, it's literally a spider. <laughs> like, yeah. You've cheated there. <laughs> but it's like the first thing I'd do is tap the person next to me to say, "Is that a spider?" You wouldn't be like getting up out of bed, creeping well, over. That's the thing with me, like, because he is an is an arachnophobe. He's, he's got um, a, a crippling fear fear of spiders because of a time when he was a child that um, a spider crawled up and he just froze, and that's apparently just gone through straight to his adulthood but um and like she doesn't care about spiders she's fine with them kind of thing so my first thought would be like oh let's get my wife to deal with yeah, it I why is move. he not doing that why is he instantly thinking i'm gonna get this <laughs> and hit it yeah. i'm gonna hit this this because it looks massive this spider it doesn't look like your average spider <laughs> it's like a hand what, it's like exactly like hand. What, what i'm like why why are you going to hit this spider <laughs> <laughs> there's no way We've got a few more quotes if that's okay. It's the yeah. quotes. I mean, I, I love John Goodman in this film. I think he's amazing in, in anything, to be honest. But, yeah. Uh, early on, when like he's working in the uh, in the cellar, the wine cellar, and the wife mentions yeah, it's his new wine cellar. It's like, oh, I collect beer cans myself. Got a rare seventy-four miller light with a misprint on the label. <laughs> <laughs> he tells us to come and check it out. Yeah, yeah, he'll be interested in that. Just on John Goodman. Uh, Plays a character called Delbert, Delbert. Clintock, yeah. which is the greatest name I've ever heard. It's not the greatest name. I've got other names here out the same film. Bunny Beechwood is the kid that lives like round the corner. Yeah. Bunny Beechwood, who the fuck? I've well, got something called Delbert McClintock. That, that, that is, is good. <laughs> so um, the the video game Arachnophobia actually centres like the, the the player assumes the role of Delbert McClintock, where he is big, a bug exterminator, like in the film. He has to travel to eight different towns and get rid of the spiders. If you do actually succeed in finishing the game, the UN declares that spiders must become extinct. The UN? (laughs) So (laughs) you imagine you finish that game where you've just exterminated the spiders from eight towns and the UN literally come in and say, spiders must become extinct. And so they then travel to South America 
two weeks. Okay. <laughs> Exterminate all spiders. Okay. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I loved about it, about one of his scenes, uh, where he's gone into a house looking for them, and he comes outside, he's like, there's no spiders here. Oh, you know, yeah. the uh, the coach's house, where he's gone, because um, his daughter got one in the shower, it yeah. fell on her. Um, and he comes outside, and there's one on, like, the the wood sort of... Decking. Like a, yeah, like a decking bit. And he, like, fires it, like, a couple of times with his poison, and it doesn't die, and he's like, he just walks over and crushes it. I love the bit where he then travels round to the doctor's house and he speaks to them and they go, oh, have you captured it? And he's going, well, I might still have a bit on my shoe. Yeah. And he's like, Tony, I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> talking of that scene on the uh, when he goes outside the house, just a tidbit of information. Um, like I was reading, like apparently that took like a very long time to film that scene because they didn't want it to appear like they were actually killing a spider. So it took a, like a long time to film. So that like, I, I mean... You don't actually see him crush it, do you? Because, like, you see it, it you, you kind of see his foot go up, yeah, and then just and that's it. But it just oh, sorry, just one, one final bit on that scene as well. Like, the best bit for me is after that is walking off, and the dog starts barking at him. He's like, Yeah, that's right, I'm bad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna say that, um, talking of squashing the spiders as a sort of sound design. Guy, that's that's what I like to do. You like the crunch. I like well, it's what they. I've got an interest in like how they, you know, create sound effects. So if you take a bite of a, out of an apple, it can sound like a, a bone crunching yeah. sound effect. The way they they created the spider squish noises is they'd have mustard packets. So you know, like if if you've seen like The Simpsons where bats smashing open mustard, <laughs> yeah, in, just in, with a hammer. So it was like sounds using those mustard packets, and it was to do with like squash, like you know, chips. So the sound that you would you would make stepping on a squash chip, what? they mic that up, and we're like, "This will sound like a spider squishing," and it does. Like, That's so cool. Yeah. So it's 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 fully art, fully artists doing that. It's it's really interesting. Yeah, you mentioned the apple thing there. Like in the Evil Dead, there was a big thing about how like one person gets a pencil through the ankle, and they literally put a pencil through an apple to get that sound effect. Kind yeah, of thing, like, it'd be uh, pretty like, much the same texture, wouldn't it? You think the yeah. noise? It, it's great. Like like obviously you're not going to step on a spider to get the noise of, uh, of what? spider, <laughs> yeah. but if you step on like a chip, yeah, like a squash chip. That's the same cool. sound yeah. as like a spider would make. Do you know what I was going to say about the names before? What we missed off as well, Doctor Death. Dr. Oh yeah, Death is yeah the other Jeff name, Daniels. Yeah. yeah, all the kids are calling you Doctor Death at school. Fucking course they are. You keep dying. Everyone you che- everyone you check, they die. Yeah, that's quite good. On the uh, on the Delbert thing, just another daft little quote later on. They're in the middle of the action, and like the Julian Sands helper. It's like, have you got a map? Oh, that Chris Collins. Is that Chris Collins? Yeah. It's like, have you got a map? And he's like, uh, yeah, why? You're thinking of buying around here. <laughs> <laughs> I love that little bit, though, where they're like, have you got the map? Because they're marking off where the attacks have been. And he's like, oh, where's that? Is that the uh, mortuary? And he's like, no, that's my house. And he's just like, what yeah. for? See, I love those scenes in the uh, in the truck when they're like driving around. And like um, like the, uh, the the guy that's like Jeff Daniels is talking to this guy. And, and he starts butting in with his information on this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's all like... Like he knows about spiders. Like, yeah. I know about spiders. It's, it's, it's like, oh, right, you're, um, like, you, you, won't, you won't find him in your, your barn kind of thing. Yeah, he was saying, like, you won't, you won't find him out there. It's too cold. It's like, I saw a web. It's like, well, a web would indicate an arachnoid presence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite good. Uh, I enjoyed the football scene in it as well. I thought that was quite good. Yeah. Got to see a bit of uh, college football. Bit of action. Or high school football, even. Yeah. But, American uh, football. Oh, American football. <laughs> One little uh, quote during that, the coach, one of the players goes badly. He does. And it's like, that should have been a banana out. Looked like a banana split. <laughs> Quite enjoyed that. <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm pretty much done, to be honest. The things I was liking are some of like, like you saying you like some of the noise 
aspects, some of the, the sounds, snippets. I like the, the visual effects, the way the camera was panned at the actual level of the spiders. Yeah. You know, they almost like how they're creeping up on you and how... It, I don't know, it just give it a different perspective to normal films where you just assume you take the uh, human's perspective and you'd see the spider on the floor. You wouldn't see it the opposite way around and how they move about. I kind of felt like that was kind mm. of a good aspect to it that it added. I think, I think the film did a good job of... Um... Training the spiders, <laughs> on kind of, right. kind gen- of genuinely looks good. Kind of on that, mm. like I don't know if you're aware, but like, do you know who made like the the uh, the spiders in that, or, or at least helped? Um, Jamie from MythBusters. Yes, um, I did. I, I, I thought that was quite interesting. It, it was um, yeah, it was one of his first films he worked on. Yeah. yeah, no. So there's a there's a few there's a couple of fake spiders like you know the big ones <laughs> the, big the one. obvious ones but every time it goes it's to its eyes yeah it's like it, it, they did the big ones but they did use nearly four hundred spi- like real oh, spiders did they actually? So, yeah. yeah they all like all the, the little they, ones they, in the house were real oh. they brought all the spiders like into a room and like gave them the lines for them to learn <laughs> <laughs> the spiders would then read the lines but they, they don't read with their eyes they read braille oh right so okay. like, the spiders learn their, their lines <laughs> through braille. Which is another interesting fact about this film. <laughs> you picked that up on the web, didn't you? <laughs> Just one thing on the fake spiders thing. During the shower scene. <laughs> fake spider news. What it's fake dro- spider news. Dropping down. There. Uh, CNN told me this. Uh, during the shower scene, uh, the spider that jumps on the... I could quite enjoy this scene. Actually, the naked girl. In the, <laughs> the spider that jumps on her with the... Uh, you can clearly see the string like dangling from the spider. <laughs> <laughs> but, but with a spider, you can pretend it's a web. Like a, I a, suppose... There's the one scene at the end when, um, do you know, like in the, in the basement, yeah. it's coming down, and like the spiders, like when that, and it's not even weaving the web. I'm, I'm, I'm that going like, sat there going, right, it's not weaving the web, it's and it's just dropped. going down, so it's clearly just been dropped down. Well, like, know? yeah, to sort of like finish off on this, the fake spider news, as we're gonna, turn <laughs> um, they actually used like hot and cold like temperature to direct spiders and yeah. they use these they use nearly 400 spiders from New Zealand which are these big spiders but they're like they're harmless like, well they're they're a harmless like type of spider but they're also a sociable type of spider as well so they're, they're not they're, they're much easier to yeah. control and yeah I just, I just found it really interesting that they used nearly 400 real spiders no, no, but the majority of spiders and breeds will avoid humans because mm. there's there's a fear that we 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 might be fearful of spiders, which I fucking am. It's one of my biggest fears. But yet, for some reason, people always say they're more scared of you because they are. Because you're like thousands of times bigger than them. You can just stand on them. They shit themselves. That's why they freeze. And that's why you're on this like me- like this standoff, aren't you, with the spider? Where you <laughs> stood there. I can imagine you just stood there and you see a spider. He's looking at you. You're looking at the spider. And I am shitting myself. <laughs> it's it's like it's just a standoff. It is. It's a pure standoff because they're thinking, "Where can I run quickly before it squashes me?" Because that must be how it how it must seem to them. They need to survive, so they just do one, don't they? You see them run off, but I would put myself. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if a spider wheeled in like a tire that's nearly <laughs> to, ready to burst? Well, that's what I was thinking. If I was sellotaped to a nearly bursting tire and then a spider crawled over me, that'd be the way in a forest with lots of like twisty branches. Wheel through a forest, and the branches just keep it no. in the face. What if, Jono, Jono, what if like a tire exploded in your face, but the tire was full of spiders? You're just gonna laugh at me now, but you know, <laughs> you know that bit where John's branches. talking about. You know, sure. You know the shower bit that John's talking about where there's two spiders, there's one in the shower and one in the toilet. Oh, yeah. Same house. 
that film is the single reason I check the shower in the toilet before I go. I, ima- I imagine that when you're in the shower and you're like... I'm people, checking, I check. No, I, I imagine when you're in the shower and like a spider... Well, I don't imagine you're in the shower. But like when, <laughs> I imagine that when you're in the shower and like, you know, for normal people, like a spider would like come down and you'd be like, oh, it's a spider. For you, it's like a tiny tire coming in front of your face. <laughs> just explodes just, in your face. Just about to explode. Ooh. <laughs> I've got to admit though, last night when I went to bed, I did do a quick check of my, my like and stuff. After watching this film, I was like... Just John, I've done this wait. for 20 odd years yeah. this isn't just since last night for spiders or tyres <laughs> for spiders no seriously for spiders I check the toilet I check, the, I, I check everywhere I don't just check in the toilet I lift the seat oh. up and then check around the back I've got I've got this image now of just Jono <laughs> pull, pull, pulling back his uh, covers and I'm just seeing the tire about him. I was like, oh! <laughs> it's like, well, what's what's the film where like the they find like a horse's head in the bed? The Godfather. The Godfather, Godfather yeah. in it. You might imagine John like in trouble with someone comes in. It's like oh, tire, <laughs> and it's fully inflated. <laughs> it's too inflated. Or or or, or, or a branch that's just pulled back. <laughs> Pulls the blanket back and there's a branch. No. Right, move on. Just one last thing on the film. I'm hoping you guys can like fill me in on this because I've never got this. I watched it a million times. This film, but the bit where Julian Sands goes into the barn, I presume he's trying to catch a spider, but like he walks in, starts playing with the web. He's done that before. That's the thing that he actually says. Like, um, um, dinner time. Dinner's dinner's here, and, and then he just gets killed. I'm like. Wait, so you went in to get eaten? To get killed, well, basically. Well, no, there was like, a scene, wasn't there, you know, when he first gets the phone call from him, from the doctor, um, and he's feeding his, the the spider that he's brought back from Venezuela, that's in the thing, he flicks the web, doesn't he, and feeds it. He must think, because he's had a few days with this bloody spider, that the other one's going to be exactly the same in the yeah. barn. Oh, maybe. He doesn't realise how big it'll be, I suppose. Yeah, but... he doesn't realise it's grown, but he's flicking the web thinking, look at this, I'll just feed it, it'll come out like normal. Yeah. I know it's a bit overly aggressive, but I'll just pull my hand out. Fucking jumped ne- on him. Just never seemed like the best plan to me. <laughs> oh, no. And he went in on his own as yeah. well. What are you doing? Yeah. Okay. It was crazy, but... Cool. Have you got any final points on this, John? Oh, yeah. The, the way... If, if we're going to go on this, the best bit for me was the nail gun that fires the flaming massive spider into the web into yeah. like the the big pulsating sort of nest that is good and that on, is amazing unlike the foley sounds the way that like squeals when it does it, it's like it's like oh, fantastic impression guys <laughs> <laughs> but right before that bit as well on the, on the foley effects i love the bit where the spider like he's trapped under like a wine uh rack. the wine rack thing the, the thing's coming down towards him he gets a bottle of like chateau and just goes Dunk! Instead <laughs> of it flying across the room, there. but he's looking at the bottles and he going, oh. "Yeah, not the chateau, not the chateau." But there's, there's a bit in the scene in the basement which bugged me because he's he's throwing wine over this uh, spider so that he can burn it. I'm like, I'm sad. I go, "That's never gonna burn. Wine doesn't burn. Why is doing flammable? You've you've got to be a desperate man to be wasting wine. <laughs> well, $127 wine as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he, he didn't do that one. That's the one he put to one side. He drank that right at the end, didn't he? Yeah. He kept I mean, it. that was the Chateau so, one. Wine, wine is wine. But it was the fact that he was throwing it over it, trying to, so he could light it. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, any kid with a brain knows that wine wouldn't ignite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any kid. <laughs> any kid knows you can't blow wine up. <laughs> well, obviously. <laughs> they don't call them Levino cocktails, do they? Exactly. <laughs> Drop me French in. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. Uh, final points, Jono? On the film, I just thought, like, 
I'm still shivering now talking about it. That's how creepy the film was. I know you're saying that you could see the strings and it's bad effects and whatever, but I just... Oh, that's not a bad thing, though. I just get creeped out by it. I can't. That, that's good that that film had that effect on you. It, it does. It's like Jaws with John. That's what he said. It's his favourite film, but it yes. does creep him out. Are you on about galliophobia? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. <laughs> galliophobia, but yeah, I've got arachnophobia. I literally have arachnophobia. That's what I've got. Yeah. I don't know why we seem to like the films that we most fear. Well, I mean, I can tell you why I, I mean, like Jaws. No, we're not. Like Steven Spielberg. Cinema, like, and again, Steven Spielberg in this pro- Produced. Doesn't matter. He's still involved. Yeah. Still another Steven Spielberg film. I, I've got to be, I'm not comparing this to Jaws. No, I'm not, I'm like, not either. I'm not saying that. Jaws is like a an all-time classic yeah. ever film. But I'm just saying that in the sense of his involvement and the fact that he uses people's fears. Fears. Yeah. 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 So so you're both saying that you're, like, your favourite films are like the one because you're scared of the things then. I mean, I mean, no, no, I'm not I mean, I mean, that. I mean, no, I, no. I mean, I'm obviously I'm big fan of Lord of the Rings because I'm, I'm a bit, I'm terrified of elves. I'm, 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 I'm not. <laughs> I was, I was going to say my favorite film is Eternal Sunshine. Am I, am I just like scared of being alone? <laughs> but well, the difference happy. for me with that is the reason I'm scared of sharks is because of Jaws. You know what I mean? It's not, it's different for you. You're just scared of spiders. No, no, but it didn't help. It sort of added to the fear. No, do you know, do you know what I mean? Or the difference there? Like that <laughs> yeah. film is literally the reason I'm scared of sharks. Like the, it terrified me that much. It was such a good film. Though. Well, that's what I mean. I, I didn't realise how ex- extensive the fear that I had of spiders as a kid. I did, it wasn't that much until I seen this. <laughs> I, do, I do like the idea, though, that like everyone's favourite films are because of like what the most fair and I love the idea that Joe's favourite film is because he's just terrified of being alone <laughs> do you know why I think that is because filmmakers these days try and make films that either try scare you or try and give you it's either jump scares or some sort of supposed fear of like ghosts or the paranormal or whatever but this is a these are genuine fears aren't they these are like yeah, things you can't you can't fake the the real aren't they like that, that, yeah. that's it i like being alone but then <laughs> do you like being miserable in the corner but, but if, if <laughs> i'm not in miserable in the corner i'm sat against the window away from everyone else i, I i'm on <laughs> the same couch as nick <laughs> i i i mean close mic close mic turn it off <laughs> I, I mean i i am definitely terrified of a dark lord um, creating a ring that um that like uh, turns the the world into dark. <laughs> like, that's that's my biggest fear. <laughs> scared of wizards. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, have we got any last points about the film, or should we do ratings? I'm happy to rate it. Now. Yeah, cool. Shall I enjoy that? Yeah, yeah, go, yeah go for it. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm I'm probably going to give this a three out of five. I, I, I think it's a fair rating. Yeah. Should we go clockwise? I'll, I'll go next. Yeah. Um, why not? Uh, We've always done it clockwise. <laughs> why, why why change it now? <laughs> why not? Eh? <laughs> Um, I, I'm actually going to rate it quite highly. I'm going to give this a four out of five myself. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Like first watching, and I really enjoyed it. So yeah, that's my rating. Yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. I will go for a four and a half out of five. Did or you a uh, seven legs out of eight? Oh, in the uh, <laughs> Did you watch this with your girlfriend? <laughs> no. Here's this getting a sentimental half. No, no. I watched this on my own. Okay. But she did come in at some point, and I had to tell her about, it and she's never really got the film. She, not okay. a big fan of it, but I was literally shivering all the way through the film. I feel like when you can get film that... Did you turn the heating up? No. <laughs> Why would I be shivering? Because <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> Why would I turn the heating up then? No, no. <laughs> no, all I'm saying is um, because it actually... It affects when, you. when you're engrossed in a film, yeah, it, it kind of gives me a... Gives it a higher yeah. rating for me anyway. Good, that's fair enough. I'm borderline like John. I, I want to give it a 4.5, but I'll stick with a 4 for now. Probably go up on a, on a rewatch kind of thing. But yeah, 4 out of 5. 
Great film. I, I think they're all fair range. Yeah. What was that? Four. Oh, Jono, maths expert, what's that average? That's a four out of five. Four out of five average. Sweet. What did it give it? Four. Oh, four. yeah. Four. Yeah. Nice. Four and a half, three and a half. Yeah, four. Yeah. You, I could work. Is it not three point seven five? No, it's a four. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a four. <laughs> it's a strong should, four. Yeah, like you can listen to our maths podcast that we release every Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I've enjoyed the show, guys. It's been a, it's been a good show. Should we? Do you want to give out the social media? Yeah, yeah. Know, I'm looking back at you. All right, a nice one. Right, if you want to get us on Twitter, it's at DST Podcast, and on Instagram, it's DST Podcast Four, and then personal one is Jono eighty eight Jono. I'm uh, at Taylor1980. I'm at, yeah, it's Joe, Y-E-H-I-T-S-J-O-E. I'm at D-S-T-E Nick. Cool. Uh, Sam's at Rubik's Football, but I don't think he wants people to follow him after listening to him. No, he doesn't. So don't bother following Tom. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I've, I've really enjoyed the show. I think it's been a good one. quite smooth um, as well. We've, we've do, learned our lessons. Do we know what we're watching for next week? Or? No. I'm just going to drop this in here. I reckon we should watch Hot Rod. I'm editing it now. I'm editing this. Hot Rod? <laughs> I'm genuinely saying I think we what? should watch Hot Rod. Which one's Hot Rod? Is that the Which, one with Charlie yeah. Sheen? No, it's the one with uh, the... Um, Andy lo- lo- Lonely Island people. Oh, yeah. oh, oh that's a great one. I, I, w- I genuinely want to watch this next week. I, I would love to watch that. Can we watch that for next week? You said Hot Rod and I was getting mixed up with Sex Drive. <laughs> I was getting mixed up with Hot Shots, but yeah, good. Okay, can we, can we watch Hot Rod for next week? Let's talk about it off the pod. But... I know, but last week you dropped it in at the end, so... Oh, you're doing what I did last week. Yeah, yeah you're <laughs> making you make the decision on the spot. Um, hot Rod, do we want to do Hot Rod next week? Is it a comedy? I'll leave it up to you guys. I'm not I'll a massive it. fan of it, but I'll leave oh, it right. well, that, I've not seen it, so... That's the fun of it. But I'm a is big it, Brooklyn Nine-Nine fan, so I like Andy Samberg, so... Is this the one where he becomes like a Justin Bieber type? No. No, that's pop star. It's, 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 where, it's where he becomes... Yeah. It's where he becomes... He's like a daredevil. Um, oh, it's supposed yeah. to be like Evil Knievel, isn't Evil it? Knievel kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. All right, we'll probably do that. Okay, <laughs> I'm not going to commit to that on the show because it's then it's in audio format, <laughs> and it's like it's it may as well be played in court. Just saying, <laughs> when we get taken to just court. saying, I really want to do that, and okay. I think we should do. That. You, you, really... you, you you dropped arachnophobia last week, so that's I'm... the thing. Like arachnophobia, eh? I forgot to mention this. I open my oh, right. I know we're at the end of the show, but I'm just going to drop this in at the end. Um, what brought brought me to arachnophobia? It was like last week where I basically it was the morn. It was the yeah, it was the afternoon. Yeah, that's important. <laughs> and I went to the patio doors and I saw a few little specks in the corner and I was like, "What the fuck's that?" And look, little tiny spiders. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like there seems to be spiders here. And then I saw this little spider ball next to me patio. Whoa. I was like, what's this? And then I actually looked around the corners near the patio and I actually counted 50 tiny spiders. Now, you know what I'm like. I may as well be part of Peter at this point. Yeah. Peter, Peter. May as well be part of that. I had to hoover all them up and then empty them in the bin. Well, that's not good, is it? That's that's not Peter. Well, if they've not, like, (laughs) they came back one night the next night and was like 20 of them. And then they stopped coming back. But I was like, what, like, I must. I got rid of the little spider ball. You're making it too hospitable for them. Well, Make I, it cold. I, I just. I'm a very don't welcoming. Like the cold. John, I'm a very welcoming guy. You could have vaped them. They'd have fucked off. <laughs> Vaping spiders. Yeah, they don't like the the smoke. It kind of. It, no I thought you meant literally put them in my well, e-liquid. No, like, like <laughs> literally blow the smoke on them. Grind them down. Well, look, well the, the same <laughs> smoke. The same thing kind of happened to me, really, with hot. You've been rock. vaping spiders. No, no. I've basically seen loads, loads of little evil Knievels. I was like. Oh, 
I tried Uvering up and and then I thought oh hot rod I've got the best image in my head of just those evil cannibals in your back garden going on my phone machines that's basically it alright well sorry to derail that at the very end goodbye thanks for listening good show guys thanks for listening see you next week goodbye from me Nick John, say goodbye. Oh, bye. <laughs> John, goodbye from you. It's goodbye from me. John, cheers. <laughs> <laughs>